0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on ACC. We are in our third day, which means we are back to five days a week because, you know, we still got the week going. And I'm glad to have my friend AJ Black from Locked on Boston College with me yet again. AJ, how's it going?
1: Good. I, you know, I haven't done a Locked on ACC in about a month. And I was saying to my wife, I really missed it. I, You know, I like looking at the... Um, the conference as, as a whole. And I like our, our interactions, Candace. So I'm excited to be back.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. and so glad to talk, you know, get the Boston College perspective. I have been hyping your team up. I can't even lie. I've been giving Boston College a lot of love. And so many people are starting to agree with me. I'm like, finally, we're all on the same page.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> Yeah, the the I I know we're gonna talk about the odds later, but I I couldn't believe where BC was at because you know I've covered this team for over a decade and uh, I don't think I've ever seen Boston College get the love they got from the uh, Vegas Vegas odds earlier uh, t- that we saw this week.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I think it's just amazing to see how well Boston College and Coach Hathley have taken this thing. We're gonna get into all of that today, and we're also gonna talk a little bit of basketball right here, right now, because I'm telling y'all about the NBA draft with the GOAT host, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host, Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host, John Corrales. They'll be live this year covering the draft. It's Locked On NBA draft 2021 brought to you by Bilt Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's my basketball talk for today. day. Now I got to switch gears to football, and we have some awards watch lists that we want to go over with you guys and some good stuff. I want to know immediate thoughts. Let's go over first this Maxwell awards watch list. We have some very key players. One top of the list, Phil Djokovic, who I know you know all too well, as well as Zay Flowers making that list. I want to talk about those two first, because I know you have great in-depth analysis on them since you cover Locked On Boston College. Immediate thoughts to them joining, well-deserved, or is it something where you're like, oh, now the pressure. It's really on for these two.
1: So yeah, I you know, Dracovic, I think he's, he's going to be the one everyone watches this year because he, you know, it was last season in 2020 that was the first time that he got to, to start a game since high school. And he had, you know, he had some learning, some learning blips there. it was a new offense. It was a new school to play at. And the rest of the guys around him, especially that offensive line, which BC has a really good offensive line heading in this year. They had some changes. And I think that really kind of started a little bit. He had a good year. I think people are looking to see where he could go because he, you know, the, the projections for him are, you know, I saw NBA NFL draft uh, mocks that have him as, you know, top 15 pick next year. Um, you know, I think that's a big thing for Djokovic. So he's someone I think that will watch. And, and obviously when where he goes Zay a flowers goes. Yeah, and Zay Zay, you know, will be the first to tell you that he would love to win this award because that's you know he's 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 every bit of the cocky wide receiver that you see (laughs) you know that alpha wide receiver you see in the NFL the Randy Mosses Terrell Owens Zay Flowers doesn't have that edge to him, but he he wants it. I know he does because last year when I talked to him, I asked him what's his life goals, and he said to win the Blitnikoff to be the top wide receiver in the country. So he. And he has all those skills. He has he's you know, he's gonna cut down a little bit on the drops, but I think he could be someone else I think that could really jump up and have a big year for Boston College.
0: No doubt. And some other wide receivers that are gonna give him some competition who are also on the Maxwell Award watch list. Justin Ross from Clemson and Jaquari Roberson from Wake Forest, too, that are very much in the running to be with the top wide receivers in the ACC I think Justin Ross you know coming off injury and trying to find his way with a new quarterback in DJ Ugalele. he is going to have quite the time I mean when you're used to getting throws from Trevor Lawrence you have right on the money balls you're so used to that rhythm trying to learn it for somebody else who's already going to have that learning curve in terms of trying to take on what is Clemson football it's going to be an interesting time for Justin
1: I, I agree. I, I'm interested to see what he's going to do. Like this is his first year, I think, where he's going to be the guy, you know, mm-hmm. and especially coming back from a big injury, he's going to want to show, he's going to want to show out and, and have a big season. Um, and if DJ can get him the ball, you know, he could, he could be the guy that really rises up above the Zay Flowers, the Rubbersons, you know, the Addison from Pittsburgh, you know, these other wide receivers that are, are looking to have big years. Ross has all the tools to be that like elite wide receiver. And I'm really interested, you know, especially we're going to get to see it right off the bat because Clemson plays Georgia who's going to have one of the best defenses in the country right off the bat. Be interesting to see how Ross does against some of those cornerbacks he plays against uh, when they play against the dogs.
0: No doubt. And we were talking about Clemson, Georgia game opening this past, this throughout the week. And we were saying, listen, at the end of the day, Clemson is going to have a strong showing they're going to be put on stage and they're going to pretty much be representing the ACC, right? Because if they get blasted, you're kind of thinking, all right, at conference as a whole, how good are you really? If, you know, kind of middle of the road, Georgia is able to trounce on you.
1: Yeah. Oh, middle of the road, Georgia. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so I know we're going to probably get into a bet ad later. I have to say, I, you know, I have my, my wagers going into the season and one of them I have, I have two Georgia picks. This is where okay. I am at with the dogs. I have JT Daniels as, as my Heisman winner and I have wow. Georgia winning the national championship. Good odds on both. I don't know if it's going to actually happen because you are got to get past Alabama, but yeah. I thought they'd be fun wagers to make. And that's what I went with. <laughs>
0: And please note, everyone listening, I'm being completely facetious about Georgia being middle of the road. I think there are going to be some stiff <laughs> competition starting out early. But, hey, if you're going to do it, you know, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Might as well go out for the jugular straight out the gate. Some other right. guys on the Maxwell Award watch list. Speaking of Duke, random guy, Mateo Durant, who certainly has had a great year. I think it's been tough having Chase Bryce you know, leaving and now having Holmberg in there, it might be easier handoffs. We might have been you know, a little more jobs or ball security in general with that offense. And he'll have certainly, well, we're all hoping a better year than last year for Duke football.
1: Yeah. Duke, I, I would, you know, unlocked on Boston college for today. I was actually doing a coastal conference preview uh, from my perspective. And I had Duke as the bottom of the conference and, mm-hmm. I, you know, they just had a tough year last year and I know they moved on from their quarterback, Chase Bryce, but you know, they're going to have to do some big things and Durant's going to have to be a big answer for that. And I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. I don't think they will, but uh, we'll have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we talk about the Atlantic a little bit more. Florida State's McKenzie Milton, who has a lot to prove this year coming off injury as well, as well as Malik Cunningham, who will certainly have his work cut out for him with Louisville on the coastal side of the Eric King from Miami's Onovan Knight from NC State, Sam Howell from North Carolina, Kenny Pickett from Pitt, and Brennan Armstrong to round out the Maxwell Award watch list. Some pretty good company. I think Brennan Armstrong's a little bit of a surprise for me, but I'm okay with it. Kenny Pickett also a little bit of a surprise, but I'm okay with it. I think guys are really trying to step up this year and kind of show and prove, and it just says a lot about the ACC.
1: You know, Pickett Pickett was one guy that I I really like last year. Um, he's not the most physically talented of the quarterbacks. You know, the ACC is loaded with quarterbacks this year, yeah. but what Pickett really struck me was his his toughness. He's a tough dude. Yeah. Uh, he you know, and he got banged up. And anyway, I think it was the BC game. He got hurt real bad. Finished that game off and almost won that game if their kicker could have kicked an extra point in overtime. They would have won that game, mm-hmm. uh, and Pickett was the big reason. And he ended up missing the rest of the season because I forget what the injury was. But I, I, I like him as a player. I don't think he'll win this award, but I just wanted to give him a shout out. Um, a player I'm not high on is Malik Cunningham of Louisville. I, I don't get his love. I, I've i seen, I saw, uh, who's a it, Ralph Russo on Twitter saying yeah. that he has Louisville as the second in the ACC, and I am down on that. And I hope there's not a lot of, well, I hope there's a lot of Louisville listeners. I apologize that I'm down on your team, but I'm selling on Louisville this year. This is where I'm at. <laughs> Shout out
0: to Louisville who actually just came out. Locked on Louisville, locked on Cardinals podcast. We shout yep. out to our guys joining the ACC family. So if you guys make sure to tune in that, <laughs> but I can't disagree here. Louisville is definitely not on top of my list. I think Coach Satterfield is hottest seat beyond besides Coach Fuente when it comes to got us show improved this year. But if you guys are betting on any of these teams, we want to encourage you guys to hit up betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. Got NBA almost to the end, and then college football is right around the corner. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and more. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sign-up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. As this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their run in the playoffs and championships. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So we're here joining the midweek show with my guy AJ Black from Locked On Boston College, and we're talking all things awards watch lists, And we got to mention our ACC players who are on the Benner. there it is watch list we got brian breeze nolan turner from clemson round starting out with the pack amari gainer from florida state bubba bolden from miami peyton wilson from nc state jeremiah gimmel from north carolina and kalaja cansey from Pitt. so first of all names that jump off the page for me brian breeze peyton wilson to start i think those are the two guys that i'm most like okay (laughs) very much there other guys, I'm saying, okay, a little bit of a show and prove this year, but I'm not mad at it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, when you when you when you talk about elite defenders, even if it's a name you don't know from Clemson, you can understand why when you have Brent Venables teaching these guys the defense that they're gonna they're gonna play. Now, Nolan Turner, as you said, is like he's elite. He, <laughs> uh, of all these players, he's the guy that when I looked at that list, I was like, yep, he could be that guy. <laughs> Um, I love his game. I think he's excellent. Um, but one name that it didn't mention that I thought was uh, a name that I really like, and it's on a team that we really haven't talked all that much about is well, I just talked about him, but we'll talk about it again. Pitt. Uh, Kalaji Cansey. Yeah. I love Pitt's defensive line. Um, I think they are one of the best in the country. Um, they, they, they do it year in year out. And I think that's, what's going to be the bread and butter of that team. And Kalaji Kansi, Kansi excuse me, is gonna be that that anchor in the middle. And if that that unit plays the, the way that they could, they could win some of those games. Like I, I was saying on my podcast, I think Pitt is a team that when they play a UNC, a Miami, who you know have these elite offenses, they could muck it up. And win some ugly games and it's because of that defensive line. So if they do that, if they shock the world and beat a UNC, they beat a Miami and they are, they're all of a sudden in the hunt in the coastal, a guy like Kalaji Kansi might be a, a name that we talk about at the end of the season.
0: Absolutely, and uh, to think that Pitts, even in the conversation, considering how many guys they got to the league last season and how many, how much star power they lost, it's amazing that they're even in the conversation and yet here they are. I think for me, I was reading some people who would consider the ACC Network came out saying the top defenses of the year, and they said Miami was number one, and I'm like, okay, is Bubba Bolden really that good? And I'm like, he must be, and the fact that Miami's defense might be some of the best we've seen, I'm kind of scratching my head because I did not see that. You know, I'm only going going back to that Carolina Miami game. And I'm like, okay. And then you have Quincy Roche go to the league, some other guys who are star players. I I'm, I'm confused. So why everyone's so hard up on Miami right now, but at the same time, I think coach Manny Diaz is someone who always comes with a strong defensive unit. And certainly he'll have to prove that this season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In Miami, you know, they're, they're, they're dying to take that next step to be the elite, you know, to be the challenger Clemson. But as you said, you can't lose games what, was 62-14 was or 62-21 to, to UNC. And that defense is going to play better. And that defense, yeah, as you said, right? And Bubba Bolden is probably the most t- talented defender that they have. Will he be able to do that for them? Will he be able to, you know, they averaged, I think they let up like 30 points a game last year. They got to do better if they're going to be an elite team. I just don't see it yet. Um, but Bolden might be the might be that star player for them next year.
0: No doubt. And then wanting to end the conversation talking about Jeremiah Gimmel, who is supposed to be the leader of this Carolina unit, who's arguably supposed to be one of the best in the conference, let alone the country. I think a lot of people are really high up on Carolina, and that scares the crap out of me because I know what Carolina does when they start to feel themselves. They get too big for their britches and they drop games that they shouldn't drop. And that's just probably what's gonna happen this year. I need to make peace with that because everyone is so high on them. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't get excited about it because you already know what's gonna go down. They're going to drop one is have that head scratch. And I think it's going to be this Virginia Tech opening. And of course, everyone's like, oh, no, they'll be Virginia Tech, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to get too comfortable because I know Carolina.
1: So you're not putting them at 12-0 and again this year, Candice?
0: <sighs> I'm actually going to be realistic this season. And I think they're <laughs> going to drop two. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to drop two games this season. It's going to be head scratchers. Now, if they were able to only drop one, I do think you have to put them in the college football playoff conversation. I think they've rightfully giving themselves a chance to just be in, like, let's show and prove. We always talk about how Carolina could be and should be, but if they get to a place where they only drop one game, let's put them in there and let's see how they let's see how they roll. Because if you can stay with Texas A&M when nobody gave you a chance and you had none of your stars, I think that if you have all these guys who only want to say, okay, we're done with everyone talking about Javante Williams, we're done with everybody talking about Michael Carter, right? We want to show that we are that team. I think there's an opportunity here to kind of step up to the plate.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um this could I mean if, if UNC can do it this year, this is absolutely the season that uh that the ACC can get to, to the playoffs. Yeah. Um I, I like I like their odds, you know, you got to hope that the SEC has a down year because they're going to they're going to get those uh close calls, but um I, I like UNC and I like Clemson and I think that if that would be great for the conference, if we get yeah. two get two teams in um, it, it raises the profile, it stops all that. This is a Clemson only conference and um, it's going to be a big deal for UNC to do it this year. And if they can, I, 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 I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And listen, on yesterday's show, I was running solo, and I talked about Notre Dame, right? Like, that's one team we obviously don't talk about during football season. But I said, you know what? I think that Carolina and the rest of these guys are getting a little too good, and that's why we'll never see Notre Dame in there because they want to stay independent. They don't want to start having these records where they have to show and prove. They don't want to be a part of, you know – conference stats where they didn't finish at first all the time. Like when you're independent, you're always number one, right? So I think that's kind of why Jim Phillips is not gonna be able to convince him to come on board. And I don't know. Can, can you convince me otherwise?
1: No, I I, <laughs> I am totally on board with you. I don't think Notre Dame's that going anywhere. Yeah. The new if they if the NCAA passes this new uh eighteen playoffs, it's like tailor made for Notre Dame to stay independent. Like yeah. they can they can do that every year and make the playoffs and not have to worry about it. So I just I I think they're gonna love to be able to create their own schedules, keep those Stanford and USC games, and then a handful of cream puffs that they can win and they'll be in the playoffs almost every year I think if they stay independent
0: absolutely and I know that we're a little off topic here but I did want to get your thoughts on Dabo Sweeney's comments about this since we're talking about Notre Dame and the 12 teams being able to get in and of course he's saying 12 teams and not 12 teams that are good enough xyz like oh all right Dabo like we're already starting out hot we haven't even got to the ACC kickoff yet
1: yeah I mean I, you know, I, I was talking to locked on Alabama about this when BC, BC scheduled a series with Alabama in like 10 years and I can't even imagine what football will look like in 10 years, but BC and Alabama. And he was like, yeah, I don't want any expansion. There's not a good enough teams. And I'm like, you know, from, a, from any other program other than like Ohio state Clemson, you know, Alabama and Oklahoma, everyone else wants to have these. Because it's big for your program. And I don't care if Dabo wants it. I don't care if Nick Saban wants it. It's better for these other schools. You know, you're going to, if you're Boston College and you're a top eight team and you get to go to the playoffs, that's a big deal. That's something your fan base will always remember. That's going to sell you tickets. It's going to get interest going. And that's the same case for any of these teams that are not those, you know, four or five that I just mentioned it will be great to get them in and who can't, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter if they get smoked. It's that just being able to do it. I, 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 and, and to have the opportunity to be there, I think it's going to be awesome. And I, 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 I'm all on board for expanding the playoffs. And I think Dabo needs to just, I he's Dabo. He's going to say what he's going to say, but I, I, hoped he would stay in his lane on that one.
0: Absolutely. And here I am thinking that the hardest conversation we're going to have is about the NIL. He's just coming out the gates and I'm just going to make sure I completely uh, go left from that so people are not focused. But I'm like, I'm going to remember that. And I might be just have enough gold to ask that question when we have the Atlantic Division conversation on Thursday at the kickoff. But I do want to talk about odds after this short mention of the fact that Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, you're missing out. If you know my personal faves, you know I get down with mint brownie, double chocolate, sometimes a little salted caramel. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein and at least five grams of sugar. So order yours today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. Go to BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at billbar.com. So we're rounding out today's show, making sure that we can get you guys squared away with these odds. According to betonline.ag, the ACC's odds to win the conference. Clemson's rounding out starting with one and eight odds. North Carolina, 15 and two. Miami, eight and one. Florida State, 25 and one. Louisville, 33 and one. Well, as Virginia Tech and Wake Forest, and then you got Pittsburgh 40 to 1, Boston College 50 to 1, Georgia Tech 50 to 1, with NC State and Virginia same as 50 to 1, and then poor Duke 201. But you just never know, that's why we play the game. So, if any of Duke people are listening, don't count you out, definitely won't. But I think that for some, for most of this, I'm feeling good about everyone except I think Boston College might need a little boost. I think they're a little bit above the Louisville of the world and maybe even the Florida States.
1: I mean, it, you're 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 talking to the choir here. As I said before, <laughs> BC when you when you look at these odds for years past, it's always like hundred to one, two hundred to one of any team that BC has. This is the one to get you know forty to one odds on, and I I think that's fair. Um, but for me, the thing that sticks out to me. It depends on what service you're looking at. Is Virginia Tech? Mm-hmm. I don't understand the love. I, it, you know, and I, I'm not one that holds back, and this is why I have a podcast. I'll tell you what I think. I don't get the love for and Virginia Tech fans will probably agree with me because I don't get the love for them at all this year. I don't yeah. get it at all. I think Justin Fuente is on a scorching hot seat right now, and you you look at the season, you're looking at a team that you're like, oh, who's the team that has. The least possibility of having their coach next year. When I think of the ACC, it's it's Virginia Tech. So when they're up there, I'm like, what? Why would anyone take that bet?
0: Yeah, for I, sure. It, and when I look at Burmeister being their lead after you drop after having Hinton Hooker transfer to Tennessee, I'm I'm just like, why would you ever let go of someone who clearly was doing the <laughs> damn thing when he got in. in in two games I don't, I don't know and I think Fuente also he's just a stubborn guy that's like this is my way this is my guy I'm gonna go with it I'm gonna die on the sword and he might be dying right out of uh, Blacksburg in a couple of months but I think that he just Blacksburg one thing they did not play about is their football they did and they're also so used to being dominant in the ACC that even being remotely not in the top conversations not competing or coastal division championships, or even in ACC championship. That's that's not <laughs> kosher for them.
1: Yeah, they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna go down with that. They're yeah. and if they struggle, and I can't see Virginia Tech being more than a six, seven and five, six and sixteen this year. Yeah, um, that's that's gonna be the end for him. <laughs> they're not so gonna do you take think that a bowl run?
0: game is not even no. We we are beyond just a bowl game, and we're in kind of if we're gonna keep the coach around.
1: <laughs> you know, you know what could be the end for them. I mean. You look at the difference between them and Virginia. Virginia is a team that's going in the right direction. I think Virginia Tech's a team going in the wrong direction. That's the end of the year. That's a huge matchup for both teams. I and mean, the Commonwealth Classic is a huge one, right? right? Commonwealth Cup. If they lose to Virginia, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the record is, if it's eight and four, that's, it's it. That's fair, <laughs> that's is gonna, he's going to be out.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I think that's definitely how people can like, you know, certain teams you just cannot lose to. And I totally agree. I think after a while you start having conversations with your coach, like what are we doing here? And that, that will definitely be that game for them. Well, we're wrapping up the show. Again, always a great time to have AJ with us talking shop. And I think it's so important that it comes back next week and we keep on doing it. So AJ, can you remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm the editor and publisher at bcbulletin.com. You can find my work there. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. Um, I'm the the host of Locked on BC. My God, my my plugs go on forever (laughs) at this point. Uh, Locked on BC. You can check me out there. I do the uh, Boston College talk five days a week. This week, if you if you're not a Boston College fan, I'm talking about the ACC as well. on My podcast giving my my perspective. Check that out. If you're a Louisville fan, you probably don't want to listen to it uh, (laughs) or a Pitt fan because I'm kind of low on you, but that's okay. Um, Check that out and you can check out, uh, I think that's everything. So yeah. And uh, check out bcbulletin.com. Thank you, Candace.
0: No doubt. I and mean, we make sure you guys check out all of his multiple streams of just getting down because he always has those great insights. And also, again, I, I knew I was going to talk about NBA and basketball again. I wanted to remind you all that you got to listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the Goat of NBA Draft podcast Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrine and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked on NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite football, there it is, basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is the home, the audio home for all of the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Candice, before
1: you jump into the next thing,
0: getting- I want
1: to just say, if you have not checked this out, definitely check it out. The reason I got into podcasting is John Corrales. He's the host of Locked On. He's one of the hosts of Locked On NBA. He's the host of Locked On Celtics. He is awesome. If you want to check that out, like you need to listen to what he says. He is a fascinating podcaster, and I can't recommend any of his work more uh, work enough.
0: Well, there you go. Stamp of approval by AJ, which is a stamp of approval by me. Hope you guys have a great rest of your night. And until next time. You are locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.